Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. And today I'm really excited. I am interviewing and chatting with um, Elizabeth Ramona Pokley. Uh, Elizabeth is the executive producer and host of Ramona Interviews, which has been in production for over 10 years with Worcester's Cable Access Station uh, near here, WCCA-TV. Ramona came to television production after two years of producing and hosting a children's radio show entitled Ramona's Playhouse for the radio reading service, also in Worcester, and that's really cool. Um, I am overjoyed to have Elizabeth with me today. She, of course, she's a person who does a lot of things. She has a full-time job. Um, I know that she is also a Reiki master teacher and a mother, and I guess I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you, Elizabeth. I want to say welcome and thank you so much for sharing this time with me. Welcome and thank you for having me. May you have a brilliant, brilliant day. Uh, I cannot thank you enough um, with open heart and gratitude for uh, being on my show and talking about your book, Empowering You. I was just blown away by this book. I really, really liked it because it was one of those keep in your pocket, take with you when you go tool book. We all need more tools or the right tools for awakening, for empowering ourselves. And this book was a, it's just a great resource. So thank you for taking the time on no matter what the road may have been uh, to get you to that book because oh, it is a joy. Thank you. thank you. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much. Cool. So it's funny. I was, um, so I was checking you out. It was on your website. And I loved having the interview with you. That was a really cool experience for me. And you guys were also warm and kind. And I loved even meeting the guest before me, a uh, mm -hmm. lovely woman. I, I actually, I'm going to be connecting with her at some point, I know, which is, is kind of funny. But I saw on like your, I guess I want to call it, um, not your slogan, but what your um, tagline is, building connections one guest at a time, right? That's for Ramona interviews. Yes. Yeah. I love it because <laughs> you know what? I always talk about how we're, we're so much the same, right? And the more we connect, we get to realize and see our commonality in each other, right? And, you know, all of us have a journey, all of us have the stories, and then we get to go ahead and share what we've learned and people get to learn as they resonate with what we're talking about or pick up tools along the ways. And that's, you know, that's why I do this show too. So I just wanted you to know that I, I love the tagline, building connections one guest at a time. Thank you. It, it, you know, it's a practical tagline because uh, my shows do tend to be one-on-one. -on -one. I find this is the easiest way in my particular format at this time to create that space that's necessary mm -hmm. uh, through being um, as part of my own spiritual practice. And this is really a, a labor of universal love uh, and volunteerism because it's, it's a free production. Mm -hmm. So it's work, uh, but there's no cost to it to the person coming, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. um, and it allows me a lot of freedom. Love is freedom. And uh, to, to really explore not only what I may be going through, but what I see, uh, who I bump into, you know, it's all just serendipity. It's all magic. 
I love it. It's just wonderful. And it's, it, freedom breaks down barriers. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really important. Um, years and years ago when there was the um, bombing mm-hmm. uh, of the world, of the Twin Towers, yep. uh, a little while after that, I was just fortunate enough to meet um, someone who was a participant in a mosque in our city. Oh, wow. And I said, would you be willing to come on and talk about your, your life, your faith, your belief? Wow. Because I think a lot of people may not understand. Mm-hmm. And this is a time of healing. Right. Uh, it doesn't take away from what was done. Uh, I'm not making a political statement at all. No. Uh, and it was very interesting. They, they were. They, they came on. They were brave enough to come on. They felt comfortable enough to come on. And they did talk about it. Just their life as a person. Right. Just as a person that happens to have right. this faith. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I felt blessed in that. I felt blessed that I could contribute something without all the hoopla, right. without all of the um, negativeness and drama. Yeah. And, you know, I was hoping that it would resonate. I believe that it does. I oh, believe I- that every time someone steps up yep. or confronts, mm-hmm. uh, they're suffering for, for a point of awakeness. Right. That's a growth, and that growth is, is, is love. That's freeing for them, and it's freeing for others. So that's really what it's all about. Yeah, that is, uh, that's cool. And, and, you know, I mean, tribute to you because had they not felt comfortable enough with you, they wouldn't have felt, you know, safe enough to be vulnerable to share themselves because, you know, during that time, that was like, uh, that was a scary time. I know people that went through difficult times just because they looked a certain way kind of trying to offer my own audience. Um, And I was wondering if you and I could talk about a little bit about your story and a little bit about what you'd like to offer the audience, maybe something that really resonated with you. And typically when things really resonate with us, they resonate with people who are going to be listening to us. So I wanted to know, I know you and I talked briefly about um, what's been coming to your inspirations lately that have been waking you up at 3 a.m. And I know you're writing about it. And I just, I wondered if you could kind of lead us on your own little journey of what you've realized that's helped you find um, more comfort in your life. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yeah, um, I love those three o'clock in the mornings. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're not tired when you're finished, which is... Which, you know, it's, been, it's a kind of inspiration from the self, mm. uh, from the soul or source, whatever mm-hmm. God, whatever resonates with you. Um, this, was, this actually came about as a kind of retrospective. Um, I think that for me personally, uh, in my own life, as I, as I go through different challenges in my life to make changes, to awaken the seed, I kind of move through different phases in my life especially a codependency phase mm-hmm. for me. Um, sometimes when I'm going through it, you know, you get the tools and you move through it with the grace, with the grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're kind of peeking over it, you know, and you're kind of coming to closure with it, you're really in that mode of acceptance. So you've gone through, you know, maybe your um, denial and your anger, different uh, your bargaining. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and you're really getting into that acceptance uh, phase, which I believe is a phase, and then it just becomes permanent who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't even think about it anymore. It just mm-hmm. becomes integrated into your being. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, um, 
I had read something years ago and it, it stayed with me. Mm-hmm. And I think it stayed with me internally. And I found myself kind of guided by it, but didn't really understand it. It's kind mm-hmm. of like when you have an aha moment mm-hmm. and it affects you, but you, and it, it kind of reveals itself like a lotus flower opening. Sure. Right. In time, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In time. Because each, so anyway, so, and basically what it came down to, and I'll just focus this three things, but I'll focus okay. on the first two because those were, were my lessons okay. um, yeah. to be with. And it was a functionality issue and it was to be a live alone person mm-hmm. or to be a live with person. And what that meant and very, very briefly, very easily, a live alone person functions best when they so-called live alone. Mm-hmm. Um, like they are, they can be in a partnership, but their partnership has a lot of what they call space in it, mm-hmm. or they may have long-term relationships, but they, they're not 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're, their makeup for themselves is concentration and chaos. Now, none of this is negative. Mm-hmm. It just means that they're, they're very, everything comes from within themselves. And I don't mean that from a spiritual point of view. I mean, their point okay. of the world comes from within themselves. Got it. How they're affected by their energy, their, the way that they manipulate their outer energy. So that can create a lot of chaos in your life if you're not kind of orderly from inside and the other part of this person is is that they have a an immense amount of concentration so they concentrate on something and they can create things they could be an artist and they can create the most magnificent things mm-hmm. nothing else in the world exists okay, okay. while they're in that focus uh-huh yeah so their focus is mm-hmm. and only there mm-hmm. and only there Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they focus on the next thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they can focus on three or four things within one day. Okay. Okay. Uh, another good telltale sign of this is I call it the 30 foot zone. Okay. These people have an, a feeling or an energy around them. Again, this is not negative at all. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. It yeah. Be a joyous wonderful thing Uh and a well-balanced person this is fabulous Uh but they have this 30-foot zone around them and that zone um, I was thinking about it a little bit more today is really a field of necessity for them Uh uh-huh okay so Mm -hmm. they thrive better when they know that that field of necessity is maintained and they will do almost anything to keep that maintained And again, that's okay um, for them, but that can make it difficult if you're in a relationship where people are coming in and out, you have to make a lot of compromises, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of changes. You know, if a person's not very fluid Mm -hmm. and they're living with someone who's very fluid, Mm -hmm. that can be a challenge. Mm -hmm. So could you give me an example of what you're actually like a practical example of. I mean, like, I feel like I really am following you, but for Mm -hmm. the audience, um, for those 
of us who are listening that might not understand what some of these words mean, and, and, and everyone has their own definition for words, I might add. <laughs> so, um, so I just want, let's give a picture now. Let's give a, let's give like a practical example of, you know, are we talking, so here, uh, let me ask a question. So are we talking about, let, let's say like husband and wife married, he, okay, I'm going to say he, because typically we hear about, um, you know, men who hyper-focus and men who are more in their own world, if you will, this type of thing. Is this the kind of thing that we're talking about? Somebody yeah. who regenerates themselves based on themselves, not needing communication or a deep, or even maybe a connection with somebody to regenerate. They regenerate with inside out. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. They do. Okay. Yeah. They do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this is and this is why they have this intense focus, this intense concentration. Yes. And they can get things done mm -hmm. um, like no one else, because yeah. they can throw their whole self, their whole being into whatever they're doing. And it almost sounds like their world is them. In many instances, it is. Okay. In many instances, it is. Now I'm. You have. I'm looking at this as a functionality, not necessarily as like emotional issues, codependency issues, um, maybe um, mental issues, none of those things. You can have all of those other things. But okay. this, this is basically just like a core functionality. How do you, how do you live? What is the best way for you to live? Mm -hmm. And some people just live better mm -hmm. when they're alone because they need that field. They need that space, if you want to call it. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad thing. What I found was in, in the relationship for me was is that the person I was with doesn't mm -hmm. live alone. Mm -hmm. And it was difficult for mm -hmm. me to understand because I am the second. There's no real order. <laughs> uh, I am a live with person. Okay. Okay. So a live with person is sharing yeah. and your surroundings. Mm, mm -hmm. So just take it for a minute, the first thing I just said. Right. Here you have a person who is super hyper-focused. Right. Okay, extremely orderly, mm -hmm. and can be, and can be when mm -hmm. taken out of their, when their field. When out of their zone. <laughs> in order, mm -hmm. can go into chaos. Sure. Okay, mm -hmm. so. Normally, we do a lot of chaos in our own head, so nobody really knows about it. Mm -hmm. However, a live-with person, okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> can tend to be extremely sensitive. Mm -hmm. So the more that your partner is awakening, or a person is awakening, sometimes the more sensitive they become. So what happens is, is that you start, or a person can then feel that chaos. They don't quite know what it is, because it's not actually coming from themselves it's coming from outside of themselves it's coming from someone else but when you look at the person you don't see the chaos in their brain okay but you well, do see their reaction to things and someone who's a live alone mm -hmm. who's in that chaotic state will this is where you kind of see like the ocd yeah the dd I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and sorry. again, these are not negative things. We are fantastic human beings, and we have right. the potential to be all in everything. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's all normal. It's normal to be angry. It's normal to <laughs> to have emotions. It's it's normal to feel passion. It's normal to feel joy. It's so it's all normal. Right. And we all have those moments when we go there. Yeah, yeah. And then we come back. But it's good for the person listening to this who might be trying to understand the breakdown that they may be feeling with a partner, I just want to throw out, right? Because if you are experiencing, because I was in a relationship with somebody very similar to this for many, many years, and I kept thinking to myself, what the heck? Like, because I'm such a connecty person, right? So I guess maybe I'm what we, what you might call a live with person, right? Yeah, you could be, yeah. Yeah, and I crave, I like depth in my relationships, depth of communication, depth of love, depth of everything, right? I like to go very deep in my relationships. If I'm living with a live alone, two things probably happen. And I'm, this is my story. I don't mean to take over your story. No, no worries. For our listeners, I want, I want to share this because I think this may be valuable. So for me, because I'm, I'm the depthy connector person, and I was with somebody who was a live alone, um, I started playing less of myself, right? I was holding back on who I truly was in order to make the balance more comfortable in the environment for both this other person and myself. There you go. And that's codependent. Yep. And, you know, right? Because we're, we're in the, the, this is the way everybody is, but this is just a good example, I think, of what can happen. So for the person who's listening right now, who might be like, what the heck is going on in my relationship? It could be this simple. It could be this simple that you are with a human being, right? Mm-hmm. Who um, doesn't connect in the same way that you do if you're a live with person. Yep. And or so, even a live in a group person. Or you know, this, a- this, this functionality is just the way this person is. And if you have codependency issues, and most people do to yes. one degree or another, Absolutely. hello. 100% agree. We're human. Oh. Welcome to the human experience. Right. <laughs> you know, um, well, this, we're trying to change that. I just want to mention that. <laughs> no worries. The, yeah. This will hit this. You will, be, you will hit yeah. this. So what happened with me in my relationship is I started getting hit. Daddy issue, hit. Peacemaker issue, hit. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's going to trigger Proving all your myself to my partner, yeah. hit. It's like proving yourself to a wall. Right. Okay. See, I'm a doer. I'm yeah. a doer. Uh-huh. See, do from the heart. I'm a do, and I got to fix that. No, uh-huh. I yep. have to move that. I yep. have to, now, part of this is normal everyday life. Mm-hmm. It's not because you're an Oprah, because you're an overly vigilant fixer. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, you're looking to function in your life. Right. Get along and do things, but you're always, but there's that wall mm-hmm. that you, that you keep, there's these codependency things that keep popping up. Yeah. And it's really, really interesting because when you're in that mode mm. and it's okay to be in that mode, the idea is to recognize it. Yeah. You, you go through little periods there and there's this fault period, fault versus responsibility. Oh, where you blame yourself is what you're saying. In a way you blame yourself. Yes, okay. that's true. Yeah. Because we, we all kind of go in first to come out and what is in comes out. But also it's, well, why do they do that? Mm-hmm. Why can't they? Mm-hmm. Right. Looking for them to change so you can be comfortable. That's codependent. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And 
it's super important mm -hmm. to recognize this mm -hmm. and then start to empower yourself, start to change that internal dialogue because you cannot exchange, change them. Mm -mm. You need to learn acceptance and it's in acceptance and only in acceptance. I believe that you can truly make the decision to stay or to go. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't really accept, mm. oh, right. okay, you're just going to carry all that. It's like puddle jumping. Yeah. I was a great puddle jumper. Okay. You know, yeah. puddle, you're just going to jump to the next puddle and you're going to take that with you. So you're going to learn the same lessons. Mm -hmm. Some people can learn them together and grow mm -hmm. and other people cannot. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's having that acceptance to be able to say, I do need to accept this person as they are. Mm -hmm. I do need to heal, take Correct. responsibility for myself. For your stuff. Yeah. That's Only me. Right. That shift in itself is empowering. Hugely. It is awakening. And I'll tell you, the minute you start to, and I know you must see this. You oh, yeah. You must see this in your con. So, the minute you start to take that step, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, you will see that other person start to change. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. now the caveat to that is, is that they may they're going to change at their own rate, mm -hmm. at their own pace, mm -hmm. and they may not change right. the way you would like them to change. Right. Well, you know, I so I'm going to say that I had okay, so I had this experience, and. I, so the way this played out for me was really differently, right? After I realized, right, and I had to, to really start to focus on this, because this is a kind of thing that can be very confusing. And that's why I like to go back to the, whoever's listening to this, this can be confusing for many years because you raise a family and you have, you know, you get busy and you don't always have the time to focus on, okay, what's really going on here? Because right now we see a lot of this people pleaser, you know, this, this is extreme example, people pleaser and narcissistic, right? Yep. And we see this a lot in relationship because we need one role. We need both of those roles to help us see what it is in ourselves that we need to heal and love bottom mm -hmm. line. Okay. So that's why we get together with these people, right? Because I'm trying to learn and grow. That's what relationship is, right? It's a, it's a playground for learning and growing. It can be painful. It can be happy. It can be all these things. But so I guess I, what I want to say was the question for me was how important is this? Just like the question was for you. How important is this to you? Well, for me, I was like, I'm not living me. I'm not doing me because me is deeply connecting, deeply mm -hmm. this, deeply that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it became so painful. Okay. But however, I want to say like you, I realized because I had the spiritual awareness at that time that this had everything to do with me and not having attachments upon him to change. Yeah. Right. I gave him the invitation. I said what I felt like I wanted ultimately in relationship, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Everybody has a choice, right? Free will choice. We're all here having free will choice and playing things out and having our own journeys. Did There's you start to take action on changing yourself I while you were still together? Absolutely, I did. 
Okay. Yep. And I think there was a few moments where we were in it together, but as soon as I thought we were very quickly, I was seeing um, a misalignment of that. Right. So if we, if I had to, okay, now we're going to go to therapy. Now we're going to do this, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, I don't really feel like we need it. You know, whatever that ended up being, it just, yeah. it, I could tell that we weren't, we weren't lock and step or lock step, whatever you want to call that. We weren't in sync. But you know what I mean? It's, it is our job to say, thank you for showing me what it is that I need to understand about myself and why I'm insecure in this way. Thank you for showing me that I'm still in a lot of pain in this way. And for me personally, it was those old codependent behaviors, expecting someone to come in and save me and make it all okay. And whatever the story was, right, that I was telling myself. Yeah. So as painful as those moments in relationship can be, I want to say that no matter where you are in a relationship, it is invaluable what you are learning right now, yeah. right? If it's yeah. happy, if it's painful and you're in despair, it's important. If you're spinning your wheels, you're not picking the ball up and going the way you think you should be. It's invaluable that you're spinning your wheels. Like no hurry. You got to do what you got to do and just honor yourself. And what was the word you used? Accept. Yeah. <laughs> Acceptance. Acceptance. Accept yourself where you are because yeah. that is powerful, hugely empowering. Yeah. Well, if you, it's, you know, it's interesting because a live alone in general and definitely in my experience, it's funny because they are so concentrated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In other words, I remember um, when we were going through a particular stage, I had anger and anger would come up at times. And I was also angry, but self-aware. Mm -hmm. So I would get like artsy angry. Mm -hmm. And then like two seconds later, mm -hmm. I would just refocus myself. Right. And I would say, I'm having anger right now because of like something in the past mm -hmm. or because this need wasn't fulfilled mm -hmm. and I'm still pondering this. Mm -hmm. We all, um, we all do, right? This was not an approach that I could use with that person mm -hmm. because for them, yes, the past doesn't exist. It's a bizarre thing. I mean, it does and it doesn't mm -hmm. because they didn't recognize it really what they were doing and how it affected someone else then Yes. They're not really recognizing it now. Right. Where a heart, where a heart centered person can do that, mm -hmm. you know, they can kind of go back and forth or even a live with group person can do that. Um, a, a live alone cannot always do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on how big the issue is and what their own issues are, but in general. So I found myself saying, there are times when you have to work stuff out for yourself. Yeah. Even if you feel it's because of the relationship that you're in, mm -hmm. that doesn't really involve anything to do with the other person. Mm -hmm. yeah. In other words, that person is not going to help you work it out for right. that particular issue. You need to work it out for yourself yep. and then take action. Mm -hmm. It's just for like you. raising children for those who raise children or have pets and raise pets. It's your actions that count. Mm -hmm. So how your actions are, it's, it's like 
when you just know something mm-hmm. is right for you and you stand that ground, the whole, everything else in your life could be chaos, but you know that this one point mm-hmm. is yours. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. And when you express that, watch how you're expressing it. You're usually a little bit excited, mm-hmm. but mainly calm. And you come across with confidence that is unwavering. 15 people could stand there and say, I don't believe a word of it. Right. And it you don't doesn't care. affect you. <laughs> right. We've all had that, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think everybody does, but, but you know what? It's a wonderful thing to be able to be so confident and strong within self. I mean, I work with a lot of people who aren't at that stage and they wish they could be there. Most of, you know, what they worry about is what others think about them. And if they're making the right choices, there's a lot of self-doubt. You know, most people I think struggle with, with a lot of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, it there's, is- a, there's a lot of external yeah. things going on around us. Yeah. And in the whole world of codependency, love is love if or love because. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if you can recognize that yeah. and see, oh, that's a love if thing. That's a love because thing. Oh, okay. That's not going to work for me. Yeah. How do I change that? How do I change my perspective of that? Because love is, love is freedom. It is. Love is freedom. Love is kind. I mean, love is without attachment. There is no attachment to love. That's right. But there is acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. See, sometimes people think, well, if you're detached, Right. There's That's a difference. Like not, there. No. <laughs> you know, there's a difference between detachment and, you know, giving your space emotional protection, right? Right. Um, like like that space um, in which to realize that you're solid within yourself. And if somebody has to be the way that they are, then if you have a problem with it, you have a, a choice to make. Right. We have choices in every single moment of every day. And I think that it ultimately comes back to us as individuals about what really matters to us. And, you know, I talk a lot about on this show about listening to self. And if it's too loud and you're that uncomfortable, it's probably a good time to take a look at something. We can make a lot more powerful decisions by accessing our heart in combination with our mind. You know Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. It's got to be the two. It's got to be the two. I mean, back in the 60s, mm. um, I mean, I was born in 65, so I really didn't get into the 60s generation, but that kind of me generation mm-hmm. um, produced some incredible ideas. Oh, that actually had been coming 10 years before that, but some incredible ideas about community, about life, about living, but it also produced this kind of get out of your body syndrome. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, you can go off and do all these kinds of great psychic things and you can right. go off and new age or whatever you want to, you know, you can do right. all this grand thing and it opened a lot of things up, which is really great, but mm-hmm. it can also be a trap because if you're not working on the self, yeah. if, yes. you, if your core, if you're not finding the tools for your own core to be comfortable, to be connected to your body, to yourself, mm-hmm. to yourself, into your body. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a body. It's going to be with you until it, because your soul needs something to Place be on the earth plane. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, 
you know, so it's really now more about, you know, back in the season, more about getting out of the body. Oh, right. having all these great experiences. Well, those experiences are nice, but they're limited. And I think that what we're really all looking for is that awakening that merges the heart and the mind. And for me, that would be the soul in the body. Mm-hmm. And really bringing that up to really unveiling how we are all connected, how we all are part of this, this creation that mm-hmm. continues, this wave of creation, this God, this force, mm-hmm. and how that is our strength. We are all individuals, and yet we are all a collective. And there's nothing scary about that. It may seem odd because we don't always experience it front-braining, but it does exist. I think that, um, or I guess I should say, I feel that, I feel that right now people are tired of not being themselves, right? And you and I are talking about honoring the self. And I feel like right now is the time for us to bear our nakedness, if you will, in all ways to our partners, to our jobs, to the world, right? Because we realize as we go through awakening that we've been playing different roles for different people, mm-hmm. right? And we act one way with one per like a kid. They'll act one way with their friends and they'll act another way with, with their parents, you know? And that's, that's one of those things that just happens, like, like naturally, right? Yep. Um, but you find adults who still do this in different ways, you know? And, oh, they can't ever find out that I do this or I'm that because they would, they would just, they wouldn't like me or they wouldn't think I'm whatever they think I am, right? So I think it's time to break the mold. I think it's time to honor self. I think we're all tired of not feeling good enough. And Mm. when we realize that we really are good enough, just as we are, like Mm -hmm. that's a great place to start, right? Most of us have been raised not feeling good enough and then we're already under the water before we even get on that journey to life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So being, allowing ourselves to feel good enough has everything to do with realizing, you know, we can call it dark light. We can call it, we label so many things, right? But if we can realize that the whole is made up of contrast, right? Duality, if you will. There's a light side, if you want, and there's a dark side, right? It's usually what we label as good and bad. The way that I like to look at things is we all encompass all of it, right? Just like we do divine masculine and divine feminine, right? We have every, we have the yin and the yang running through us all, through the world, in everything, in life. It's the ebb and the flow. You know what I mean? With the ocean. It is the human condition at this time in our evolution it has been with us and it will be with us until we evolve to a higher level and we may never maybe well, the higher I, so level I is we just all become enlightened and right. the and that yin and yang will still be here but will we be playing it out in the same way we are now no, no and we I will guess, not because right. we will not be so distracted by the trinkets of everything that is outside of ourselves. We will just simply acknowledge it, accept it, see it, move in the direction that feels the best and the highest for us, which in fact will be the best and the highest for everyone. And part of most of that starts 
from going within to fulfill oneself. Right. And so I guess what I'm saying is the human condition, in my opinion, is that we don't feel good enough. And so as we realize that we are good enough and we embrace that and we allow it and we accept it, then everybody else falls into line. It's amazing. Everybody wants in a relationship where they can be themselves, where they can be loved, accepted, and appreciated for who they are instead of trying to be somebody they're not. It's uncomfortable, right? You have experience with it. I have experience with it. I work with a ton of people. That feeling of being empowered, that feeling of loving yourself, that feeling of being kind to yourself and forgiving to yourself is the most, is the beauty tool that no one can sell you. Right. They will sell you everything to put everywhere on your body. (laughs) Best beauty tool at all is to be happy. Right. All seek happiness. Right. Love. Usually we're standing in the way of our happiness. That's right. That's right. And when you start to lift that, it doesn't become how many centimeters or millimeters my eyelashes are on my, (laughs) it becomes a radiant glow of just who you are. What a divine person because you just radiate that because that comes from within. Yeah. Comes from within and shines out. And shines out because that's always been there. That's what an awakening is. It isn't giving you something you don't already have. It's awakening what it is that you, you really are. Yeah. That's right. And it's okay to struggle. It's okay to, to say, I don't know what that is yet. That's mm-hmm. not right because it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to go anywhere. Mm-mm. What is yours will not pass you. It is there within you. When you are ready, it will awaken. Mm-hmm. No stress. Yeah. Or, you know, just uh, allow because it can be really stressful and it can be really scary for people. It can be. And it, it's work. But it's not quite the same type of work. I always call it, you know, when I'm in my joking moods, I always call it, it's my hardest work. Mm-hmm. Because it's the work that I have to do on myself. It's waking up in the middle of the night and having that frightening dream because I know I'm actually releasing something. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and then I remember, okay, that's an emotion. You're waking up, you're in sweats. It's, you know, you, your heart is pounding. You're, oh, but you're releasing something. So then it's all just breath. Mm-hmm. And I just go through it. And that's to me what faith is. Faith is a belief in mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. It's not just the belief. It's the, it's the action. It's how you change your mind in your thinking mm-hmm. and how you behave. And that makes belief workable. That makes it, that sustains it and draws it into the self and out from the self. But that's my thought. Yeah. So, well, so just to, cause I, I see here we've been going pretty long and everything, but let me just ask you this. So, so where you are in your life now, um, and you know, you've created for you a, a way to be happy right mm-hmm. now compared to maybe where you were many years ago, which was hitting your head against the wall, trying to figure out how you can do this. Now you've come to a place of acceptance, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, so what is it? I mean, besides, what can you tell our viewers you're working on now? I think you mentioned to me you're actually thinking about writing a book. Is that right? 
Yeah, I was thinking about taking this concept um, because it was so personal to me. Yeah. Um, and and just kind of putting it down in mm -hmm. like three little chapters, something yeah. very simple. Yeah. Um, and it, that someone could just look at it and say, and it's important to remember that, you know, when I looked at this, you don't go from one to the other to the other. So mm -hmm. you don't go from a, a live in a group to a live with to a, no, 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 no. It's, the way I see this is, is fundamentally you are a live alone. Mm -hmm. It's not good or bad. It's just a parameter. It's your paradigm. It's, mm -hmm. it's part of who you are. Honor that. Yep. Go with that. Mm -hmm. You know, don't feel, you know, it may empower you not to feel entrapped. Oh my God, I have to marry. Well, maybe you're just not the marrying type. Why is that such a bad thing? Mm -hmm. Don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't see it as good or bad. Right. I see it as a limited perception mm -hmm. of life, but right. it's not good or bad. So if you know you're a live alone and you, you, you constantly find yourself in relationships that aren't working, you know, maybe this is why, part of why. Again, it's more of a fundamental thing as opposed to an emotional thing. Um, and then a live with person and then a live in a group person. And maybe by identifying this, you can see points within yourself and say, ah, I can accept that much easier. Mm -hmm. Or, or and, you know, if, maybe the, if this resonates with you, it will resonate with you. So I was thinking of, of writing um, about this and I'm not sure where else to go with it. I'm just It'll kind of starting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of allow it to unfold as mm -hmm. it goes. Right. Um, so it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. And as that long is. as I keep waking up at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you have a pad of paper next to your bed, girl. <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. It's yeah. like, yep, roll over, pen, glasses, yeah. pen. Sometimes we get our best inspirations in the middle of the night. Uh, that's for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, very relaxed. It's yeah. a funny I mean, I can get them in the middle of the day, but you know, if you're working in the middle of the day, if it's you're fun. busy. I mean, that's what I always, you know, I realize for myself that if I don't allow, you know, the inspirations to come during the day, if I don't make the space, it has to find a way to come through. So that's um, right. sometimes during our sleep time, uh, we get, we get amazing inspirations if we're pretty busy during the day. Um, okay. So, so any, any last words for our audience? We're going to wrap this up. And I just wanted to, you know, also share where people can find you. Um, what's, what's the name of, of the website? Okay, the website is RamonaInterviews.com. Okay. And I post my interviews there. I'm going to be working on um, jazzing up my blog a little bit. Great. And uh, I'll probably be putting a couple of things about the, um, the three functionalities on there as well. Oh, definitely. Yep. And, uh, and I think it's just great. And, you know, this is light and fun. Yep. It should be light and fun mm -hmm. when you can make it that way. Mm -hmm. So don't overthink it too much. Just kind of check in with yourself every once in a while and know that it's okay to do that and then let it go and go play. Go bring some magic into your life. I think that that's so important because part of doing that opens you up, opening yourself up helps you to connect and connect in the most positive ways. And don't worry if the first time you connect, you, you screw it up and you, oh gee, and it could have been so much better. And, eh. <laughs> I, you know, I, when it comes to stuff like that, you know, I always tell people, you know what? Try not to judge it. Yep. Right? Try to just understand it's the other side of what you thought. You know, people are focused on perfection. Like I was for hundreds of years, it feels like. 
And then I let it go and I'm like, you know what? Oh, well, it's all part of the same knee. It, I got everything in me and it just is. It just is. Whatever yeah, that the, is. That's the, a great, that's a great grand illusion. Perfection. The very big, that could alone could be a game changer in life. Right. When you oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so funny because, it, but in, in, in the core of our being, in our soul, we are perfect, which is like so bizarre. <laughs> because well, we are we're coming here to figure that out. I think we just, we've labeled so many things. I think that we're learning that it, one encompasses everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, That's thank you for the interview. I had a fabulous, fabulous time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me and thank you for having me on your show. And so can they find your blog on your website as well? Uh, they should be able to. Yep. Okay. I just wanted to confirm that. Okay, cool. All right. Wonderful. Um, thank you so much to our lovely audience. You are good enough and have a great week and I will be talking to you soon. Thanks so much for stopping by.